Hello and welcome to a new episode of Monster Dear Monster, a podcast where we explore monsters from their humble folkloric beginnings to their modern day incarnations. I am one of your hosts uh, for today, Leonard, and I am joined by my other co-host, Cameron. Cameron, how are you? Hi everyone, I'm doing good. Uh, sort of settled back into things and back into the into the, the rhythm of life and um it's just uh february is just ticking along uh somehow already <laughs> already worst halfway through the month oh god yep yeah it's <laughs> yes don't think about it because the you'll realize just how quickly a year can go um, oh yeah uh yes today we are here to talk about the uh, stop-motion animated Netflix anthology film, uh, The House, a tale of a, a singular structure uh, framed around <laughs> three different families, yes. essentially. Even mm. though I don't know if that really applies to the second one, but we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's very, it's a very nice take on a monster movie because the the housing market is the true monster here and i think that's a good take on this sort of haunted building aspect yes <laughs> um it is a i as i mentioned before a netflix film that was produced by nexus studios in london uh and mm -hmm. as uh, mentioned it is uh three three vignettes ru each yeah. roughly a half an hour long so uh there is mm. uh conservation of time and 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 motion in all of these stories uh, yep. framed around the once again the house which is static stationary and remains the same uh throughout the film yeah well more or less yes uh, so I think it will be just about time to get into it, starting yeah, with yeah. the uh, first story, And Heard Within a Lie is Spun. It is yes. the story of a family with no surname, <laughs> at least nope. I didn't catch one, <laughs> uh, but the family so. is comprised of uh, the two daughters, Mabel and Isabel. Mabel is almost nine, she'll be nine in July, and... Yep. Isabel is what? One? Maybe one. Um, she knows two words and has a free will. And so, you know. <laughs> and can and can climb and fall down yeah, stairs. Climb without, and crawl. Yeah, with with like out any effort whatsoever. Mm. Got those soft bones. Uh <laughs> there is the family also consists of Raymond the father and the mother Penny. They live in a yes. uh rather nice uh cottage. Mm, uh, assuming, it's quite lovely. Assuming in the English countryside. Yes. Anyway, uh <laughs> as uh they prepare to have some of Raymond's family over. Raymond uh come uh, apparently came from a well to do, very rich, snooty family. Uh and mm. they arrive and are appropriately uh terrible. Yes absolutely awful <laughs> um although i really do love uh the line of when mabel asks uh her aunt if uh or great aunt i aunt, think it's a great aunt, aunt yeah great great aunt yeah if uh if she wants to hold 
Isabel, and the aunt's <laughs> response is no, I'm cold, and I'm like, mm, there we go. That's. <laughs> I know that 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 was supposed to indicate that she was actually chilly, but I like the the little bit of wordplay yes. with yeah yeah with that absolutely. <laughs> um, anyway, they uh, they eviscerate and denigrate Raymond for his lack of drive, uh, the squalor, which it, a it's it's not it's really nice. Yeah. Anybody mm. I think would <laughs> uh, would uh, adore living in a oh yeah home like that yeah but raymond obviously takes it hard especially after the great aunt uh talks about how his father was weak and a drunkard and a gambler and that she sees mm. the same weakness in him cut to raymond drinking and leaving the house and uh, uh, encountering a, a mysterious figure in a <laughs> oh man it i really need to learn what it's not a carriage because it's mm. one of those yeah. it's one of those i i'm not pulled by horses i have humans carry me kind yes. of carriages yeah um, yeah it's a conveyance of self of sorts yes very uh, fancy yes um of <laughs> uh, uh, in the woods with with no yes, servants there yep yeah. just there uh, uh and he's invited in and we later learn that uh he has been gifted a house by a mr van van schoenbeek yes a mr yeah. van schoenbeek who was uh, a friend of his father's mm -hmm. and uh, and he has gifted them a house that he will have custom-built for them on the hill. Uh, this is all conveyed through his uh, manservant, Mr. Thomas, uh, who mm -hmm. arrives the next morning and uh, says, as soon as the house is finished, you're going to be moving in and you will leave this place. Yeah, that's the only condition is you have to live in the house. Yes. You know, you'll, you'll be cared for, catered for. You'll own all of the land in the area that we have bought to build this house on, and you'll own the house itself outright, but you've got to move out of this house. Yes. <laughs> which, not a bad deal. It's not. A bit awkward for the situation in which it came around, but um, honestly, cool. <laughs> and the house is built and, and finished, and they haul some of their uh, belongings up in a cart, and... Mm -hmm. Uh, we are shown the house, which, uh, strangely enough, is an exact replica, at least from the exterior, of uh, mm. Mabel's dollhouse. Uh, yes. Um, mm. It's also worth noting <laughs> that I believe I, you know, you can't zoom in on Netflix, but when we're no. introduced to Nick Mabel, she's playing with two dolls that I believe uh, one is a rat doll and one is a cat doll. That's uh, yes. That's important yeah. for later. Um, little nods. Little nods tying it all together. Yes. <laughs> Mabel catches Mr. Thomas basically psyching himself up to talk to the family uh, yeah. once they arrive. And uh, he shows them around. They've got a billiard room and a library and a drawing room and a withdrawing room and <laughs> rooms upon that. rooms upon rooms. Uh, and as they're exploring, Mabel notices a, a, a slightly ajar door and uh, um, mm, a deeply unpleasant, unsettling <laughs> looking worker uh, with yeah. a saw oh, behind yeah. it. Yeah, this is, this is just a shot from like 
a Texas Chainsaw Massacre style like thriller slasher movie for a second. Yes. Just a dude standing with like a flickering candle and a handsaw just staring hollowly. Yes. There's um strong undercurrents of proper horror in this first one. Yes. Uh this one is probably the closest to like a good old fashioned horror. Mm. story uh it's also uh explicitly a, a, a grim's fairy tale um because the yeah. the punishment for for all is significantly greater than the transgression but we'll get to that <laughs> um it is also worth noting uh the animation uh, and puppet style decision for this uh, because mm. these are uh human characters and uh yeah. they are all uh dolls Yes. In in the sense of they're not even trying to um keep normal human proportions. Uh they've got no. big round heads that are clearly made of fabric. Everything in fact mm. that is, you know, would be made of fabric and even certain things that wouldn't are made of fabric. Wool oh, is yeah. fire. Um the wallpaper mm, I love that so much. It's it's a really <laughs> it's a really good effect. Um, the wallpaper yeah. is is a fabric print instead of actual wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's very cute in, I would say, like an Edward Gorey way, where it's cute, but, yeah. but vaguely unsettling uh, with their designs. Yeah. Um, mm. it, is, it is really uh, unique. I think that's the one thing. It's like, I would not watched this until you suggested we watch it for the show, but it caught my eye a few times. Mm. Literally because the, the first shot you see of it on the Netflix menu is a shot from this first vignette and the styling of the woolen characters and their surroundings is so visually interesting. Yes. Like, I stopped and replayed the, the bit where Raymond is lighting a fire. I replayed that a couple of times just because it's so interesting to watch wool be done in stop motion and like wool fibers Mm -hmm. be pulled around to simulate fire flickering and cracking is really incredible work by the studio yes um yes uh uh, no listener that this is actually a uh surprisingly gorgeous uh gorgeously animated stop motion film uh, mm. Which uh, is is in uh, severe short supply nowadays. I think Latka yes. is really the only name uh, in the industry that people <laughs> think of when they think mm. of uh, stop motion anymore. But it's nice to know yeah. that there's a another studio out there. Um, it's also worth noting that uh, uh, in comparison to their appearance, the house set models are are mm. it's not doing what it's doing with the characters like it looks like Mm. an actual interior building like yes to the point that even while i was watching the credits um they specifically had glass blowers to create the window panes for the house set yes for all okay cool um so that's why the windows actually look like old you know vaguely Mm. wobbly victorian not perfect pristine yeah. uh, glass that we get now oh that's very cool i like that <laughs> so uh mr thomas leads them into the withdrawing room 
uh, where Raymond is immediately uh, entranced by the fireplace, which is mm-hmm. huge, marble, and lavish, uh, and uh, immediately goes to light the fire. Uh, Penny, meanwhile, uh, is is horrified that the windows have no curtains, uh, and <laughs> conveniently finds a, a sewing machine right next to the window, yep. along with reams of cloth, uh, and immediately sets to work. They, uh, the family enjoys dinner, which Mabel asks, who, who, who made this food? And Raymond's like, uh, yeah. servants, I'm sure we have servants. It has to be <laughs> servants that we never yeah. see or hear or nothing suspicious <laughs> at all. Um, uh, and then our, and then he and Penny are immediately, uh, bewitched by the, uh, the glass, uh, the gas lanterns of the house that, mm. uh, light up on their own. Um, it is, you know, once again, it is, uh, look at, uh, all this lavish splendor that we now have. I'm not a failure. Mm. They're a failure. Um, yes. Yes, exactly. Hubris. Yes. Sort of. Um, <laughs> Penny and Isabel go to bed. They share a room because Isabel is mm-hmm. a baby, but she yes. uh, she tucks herself and her little sister into the into her big girl bed <laughs> after looking out the window and seeing their old house at the bottom of the hill. The next morning, they're awakened by banging. Uh, only to discover uh, another different, uh, equally unpleasant-looking workman uh, outside <laughs> their window because now their window just looks into a different room. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the house is a bit a uh, bit changeable, yes. especially in this one. <laughs> yes, um, its modular nature is kind of the point. Uh, in, in, in this one, um, and, uh, they, uh, you know, decide to leave as, as anyone would do, uh, only to discover that the staircase has also been ripped out, uh, over the night. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, once again, Mabel discovers Mr. Thomas, um, talking to himself and, uh, in obvious distress, uh, before startling him with, uh, hey, um, how do we get down? The, the stairs are gone. And uh, Mr. Thomas directs them to the billiard room, which uh, has simply had a hole uh, ripped out of the floor and a ladder placed <laughs> down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, which uh, she navigates with her little sister, uh, and mm-hmm. discover their parents. Uh, once again, uh, Mr. Thomas, um, is this where he brings them the, the clothes or is that later? Yeah. I feel like there's, there's, there's something important here that I'm, I'm, uh, at a loss to remember. On. Um, I think that's more or less correct. Like we see a little bit of like the interior workings of the house in between the floors as they traverse their way back to the withdrawing room. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the next, the next major event is, uh, Mr. Thomas comes in and says, uh, to compliment the furnishings, et cetera, et cetera, we've got these clothes for you, Raymond and Penny and, uh, dress them up and they look utterly ridiculous, but they're very stricken with their outfits. Very modern. 
Yes. Very innovative. Um, and Penny being the uh, not Penny. Oh my goodness. Um, Mabel. <laughs> Mabel being yes, being the uh, you know, insightful uh, eyes not clouded. The emperor is definitely wearing no clothes. Kind of child. Is no, you look like fools. Um, they're very upset at that, obviously. Because yes. <laughs> why wouldn't they be? They look fabulous. They look like they look in... like um, human topiary. <laughs> uh... Yeah, they're like all quilted and padded mm. and very green, yes. uh, which does match the furnishings at least. I uh, suppose. Yes. But... Uh, in fact, it, in fact, uh, Thomas uh, it informs them that they were designed specifically to complement the house, um, mm. <laughs> not them, the house. <laughs> Yes, yes, rather. <laughs> um, ah, uh, yes. Oh, and uh, this the 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 important thing is uh, outside mm. uh, at the bottom of the hill. Uh, uh, Mabel and and uh, got what the father's name in was Raymond. Raymond. Um, Mabel and Raymond watch as uh, their old house is is torn down. Mm. Um, yes, they need materials. Y- y- yes, materials for <laughs> the house whose uh, exterior never changes. Uh, for there's, there's a lot of support work going on in t- internally, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, we do get a, a a moment where Penny walks by the same door and sees three workmen in it, uh, and just <laughs> says hello. Uh, yeah. Our, our Mabel uh, says hello. We hello. we yeah. just moved in. Um, once again, they are silent and, and creepy and unpleasant. Uh, yes. Later that evening, uh, they discover, uh, 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 Isabel, uh, <laughs> escapes, <laughs> big air quotes, because she, she's a child and anyone should be able to mm. catch her, um, uh, escapes the bedroom, uh, and, Finds a Winchester mansion dropped to a staircase <laughs> in the ba- basement yes. um, mm. that mm. leads to a recreation of their old house in the basement. Um, the, yes. uh, that is fully furnished because the items that they brought with them uh, were placed in storage, according to Mr. Thomas, mm. because the house comes fully furnished and, you know, uh, and, and yes. it's all all part of a cohesive vision. Um, exactly. Yes. Exactly. They snuggle into their old bed. Uh, Mabel reads uh, Isabel stories. Meanwhile, Thomas is desperately trying to light the fireplace, uh, which uh, refuses to do so. Uh, Penny is endlessly uh, 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 sewing drapes. Uh, Mr. Thomas comes in and says, hey, I have something that might help get that fire uh, going and pulls uh, hmm. uh, pulls in his uh, uh, an old chair from the old house. Uh, hmm. And uh, yes, it does, in fact, prove to be uh, <laughs> just the materials needed. Uh, and Mr. Thomas informs them, informs him, Raymond, that uh well mm. you know there's always more kindling in the basement yes uh uh, uh 
eventually the children realize that they need to eat because children need to eat all the time. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. they attempt Very to true. make their way back, uh, back to their parents and, and food. Um, we get a shot of uh, Mr. Thomas in uh, like an alcove in the basement, uh, weeping. And then uh, a, a <laughs> giant, the giant bulbous head of Mr. Van Schoen. Oh appears behind him um yes uh yeah we get some great uh van schoenbeek shots yes. sort of from this point onwards there's a really good one where it's like it's a wide shot of the entire house like out on the hill in the valley and his face is just sort of uh opaquely transposed over it for a moment which is very sort of a dracula oh yeah style where where the windows I, are his eyes yes yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, and and of importance, Mr. Thomas is weeping and breaking down and admits that he is not a lawyer or a, a manservant or any such thing. He is an actor Yes. who has a script that uh, Van Schoenbeek makes him read to the residents of the house. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yes, this is when they... Uh... They the girls find themselves in the endless unfinished hallways, uh, which is mm -hmm. uh, once again kind of a horror staple of either the unfinished building or the building that is so dilapidated that it doesn't have that it's basically impossible to get your bearings uh, because yes. everything looks <laughs> looks the same. It's all just mm. wood boards and planks. Um, yes. but they, uh, and, uh, there, there's this really, because Mabel's pushing Isabel around in a, uh, uh, wheelbarrow, uh, mm. that she discovered along with a, 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 a lamp. Um, and there's this really great shot where they get to an intersection and the camera just pans around in all four cardinal directions and it all looks the same. And Mabel just says, mm. I, I, I'm lost. I don't know where to go. Um, yeah, they uh, they fall asleep <laughs> there, um, only to uh, meanwhile uh, their parents uh, Raymond and Penny ha are standing in front of the roaring fire, and uh, we get a brief shot of uh, uh, Van Schoenbeek walking up behind them. Somehow his carriage has has magically appeared in the room. Uh, and mm. uh, if you're paying attention, you'll notice the faces look wrong. <laughs> yep, yep, something going on. <laughs> um, uh, the girls awake. Uh, they are now uh, directly next to the uh, uh, withdrawing room. Uh, and when uh, Mabel enters uh, with Isabel, uh, she quickly discovers that her dollhouse is on fire and that uh, her parents have been transformed into a chair and drapes, respectively. Um, <laughs> those silly costumes yeah. were uh, were also had a transmogrification spell placed on them. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, you know, they've got to be part of the house properly. They have right. to really, really fit in. Ah. Um, <laughs> uh. It's it's worse because they can still clearly talk and perceive and think. Yes. 
Um, uh, and yeah. uh, the as the dollhouse in the fireplace collapses, uh, the fire spills out of the uh, fireplace and uh, sets the entire room ablaze. Uh, the Raymond and Penny uh, implore Mabel to get out and save Isabel. Uh, Penny, using her new drape appendages, lowers uh, them out the window so the girls can escape down uh, mm-hmm. into a snowy evening. And the last shot of 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 this story is the two of them at the bottom of the hill watching the house smoke spew from the top of the house as the sun uh rises yes they they got out at least yes um <laughs> and man uh it's a strong mm. start that one yeah that's a a very strong start that very much works on the uh the like very intent of of like a classic unfiltered Grimm's fairy tale because yeah penny's yeah. not bad penny's not a bad person Raymond's no. not a bad person. Like he, he's a, he's a little down because he gets harangued by his his uh, his relatives. And yes, he mm. drinks, but he's never shown to be a drunkard. Um, no. It is it is um, it, it once again it is a a massively overblown punishment for the slightest transgression and. You know, because there seems to be magic involved, one has to question exactly how much agency um, the people who were (laughs) transgressing actually had. Uh, But what did Mm. you what did you think about uh, about this first vignette? Yeah, uh, it is an incredibly strong start to this little it's it's essentially just a just a film yes there's three vignettes that all fit together very well it is a really really strong start uh artistically like stylistically Mm -hmm. it is like i mentioned it is visually arresting it is incredibly meticulous and really well thought out and well done um the the voice acting is pretty consistently great throughout as well like it's nothing there's nothing insanely complex going on in terms of character of voices or anything like that but everyone fits their role very well and gives some genuine emotion to their to their parts um especially mr thomas yes uh, his yes. actor did a really good job portraying him um and yeah as far as the story goes it's great um like you said is that that classic sort of fairy tale that moment of pride or um or of uh, jealousy or envy really sort of damning uh, yes. Raymond and uh, Penny along with him. Um, and of course the, the innocent children escape to hopefully learn from their uh, from their forebears' mistakes. Y- yes, uh, uh, learn from the mistake of, of wanting things and being upset mm. when your family denigrates you. How dare yes. they? How dare How they? How dare you? <laughs> uh, yeah, the the that last uh, that last uh, bit with Mr. Thomas, where he's just mm. drunk and weeping and yes. and, and terrified of, of, mm. of Van Schoenbeek, uh is is uh, really really uh, it's 
probably the most effective uh, bit of voice acting in the uh, in this first uh, bit because it is the mm. only time that uh, like anyone appropriately reacts to like the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He feels. I mean, he's that that sort of everyman character in terms of the one person who seems to really grasp the depths of the horror of the situation presented. Mm. Um, and yeah, like I said, react appropriately. <laughs> we um, are all Mr. Thomas. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you wanna <laughs> you wanna take uh this yeah. second story? Yeah, yeah. I'll swing us into story two. Um, so our, our second vignette is. Then lost is truth that can't be won. Um, so this is continuing on. This is a separate universe, as at least as far as can be told, um, where the main bridging link is the house. Uh, we we literally open on some of the uh, furnishings from the previous vignette in a garbage bin. Um, like the, the sewing machine, some of the drapes, some, like, the wine bottles and stuff like that, um, thrown out in the trash, uh, as this big square blocky house. It's not the same size, but it is an almost identical design, uh, just sits in this, uh, in this British city neighborhood on the corner of a street looking horrifically out of place. Yes. Um, like, squashed in with all that sort of, um industrial era tall thin housing um <laughs> it it is it is so weird and out of place especially like, like I've, I've been to london i've stayed in in housing in in areas like that the idea of one house taking up that much space is almost offensive <laughs> in a place like that <laughs> Like, I had to crawl up a staircase at one point because the angles were so steep because the house behind the house we were in, you know, presses back and they all, all jammed in together right. like sardines in a can. And here's this big sort of, like, however many dozens of thousands of square footage block. <laughs> yes, because it, it's also a three-story house. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, it's three stories with its weird little little sun chamber glass thing on top as well um it's absolutely enormous and um we've gone from living dolls to anthropomorphic rats yes uh as the as the main inhabitants of our world which is really <coughs> really fun um i really like the um the characterization here we focus in on this one rat who remains unnamed as far as I can remember, at least throughout the entire vignette, uh, but he, he is a... He's mm? literally only referred to as the contractor, including in the credits. Yeah, yeah well, there we go. Um, yeah, he is the contractor, and we'll refer to him as such. Um, but essentially, he has taken out a business loan because he's in the refurbishing business, so he's gotten this big, old, crazy house for cheap, uh, and taken out a big loan still to get it done, and is hoping to essentially uh, redo it, flip it, turn a turn a decent profit, and then set off on a on a lovely life of luxury. Um, yes, yeah, he 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 certainly wants <laughs> to buy a speedboat. Um, yes, yes, he he wants that speedboat very badly. Yes, um, 
Maybe you, you know, maybe maybe a holiday in the Maldives as he uh, as he talks to his um his quote unquote partner over the telephone. Yes. Um, this is this is a modern day analog as well. Like everyone's got smartphones and stuff like that. Um, however, it's proven to be a very difficult job. He has recently laid off the actual construction crew, uh, because expenses were getting too high for the budget. So he's having to finish off the house himself. Uh, and the, the last thing that needs to be doing is to install the entire kitchen. Yes. Um, but you know, he, he's, uh, he's set himself up in the basement. He's, he's, you could know, he is also living in the house while he does this. Yes. Um, which is, I mean, I, I, I know pe- there are people who do this, like, literally for a living is they will buy a house, really nice it up, and then sell it on at a decent profit, and then move somewhere else and buy another house and do the same thing. Um, he seems to be more of this is like a dream opportunity. This is his only time he's done this right. kind of deal. Um, very, very sort of one and done. If I can do this one big project, will be made. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he gets it done. He's, he's got the house sort of in shape, more or less. It's not perfect. You know, there's, there's some flaws, but it looks good. Um, (laughs) however, there's one key issue, which is, uh, there appears to be some sort of infestation in the house of these, um, these little, they're not cockroaches specifically, they are these little round brown beetles, and they're very long, skinny, pale larvae, um, which are called fur beetles. They are fur beetles, which are a real thing. (laughs) Oh, well, I didn't, I don't know that. If you have any more information on fur beetles, please let me know. Uh, well, I did look it up because when I was watching it, I was like, huh, you know what? I've never heard of that. I'm like, did they just make it? I'm like, it would be weird if they made up a like fake pest that doesn't uh actually exist mm. for this vignette. That that seems uh uh tonally that would be tonally off. Uh yeah, no, fur yes. beetles uh love um eating uh natural materials like wool okay. and paper mm. and all of that stuff, and yes, uh, their life uh, trajectory is egg larvae, uh, long larvae, uh, uh, squat, round, uh, brownish beetle with uh, uh, um, different shades of brown uh, colorization mm. on them. So yes, these are in fact real-world <laughs> fur beetles. <laughs> that is awesome. Um I, I suspected they might be a real pest, but also I didn't have time to look it up. Yep. Um, so, it, yeah, it's, it's nice to know. So a little grounded in reality. It's not just a random pest they've made up. Um, and, you know, this is a big problem, of course, because he's got a viewing and coming up, like, the next day. And he is in, some would say, dire financial straits. Like, like I said, he's laid off the construction crew. He's also constantly on the phone with the bank talking about his loan and the bank is very insistent um like one point later in the vignette he's got 47 missed calls from his liaison at the bank Mm -hmm. which um they're they're pretty desperate to get that loan paid i think uh (laughs) Uh, he has a conspiracy board full uh covered Mm. in in bills that all say past due uh yeah it's bad um he made a mistake 
Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna call it here as somebody as yeah. somebody who who is old enough to actually have a legitimate uh, interest and desire in property ownership. Um, mm. uh, this guy made a, a bad mistake. Um, and uh, just to go back to an earlier point, um, uh, given mm. given our show's history with uh, people who uh, buy houses to flip them, I'm looking at you, <laughs> Hill House. Yeah, no, yep. buying a house to flip it, uh, especially no. a large one, is 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 just a bad idea. But yeah, this guy oh, yeah. made a mistake. Absolutely. He also so um, I think the uh, a really interesting aspect of it is is because this is is kind of a contemporary a contemporarily set story um Mm. and because he's trying to get such a big payday uh off of this house he's kind of turned it into like this mtv's cribs like monstrosity Mm. Um, oh yeah it is crazy (laughs) it's got like the nude armless legless headless statue but it's a rat so it's also got a tail yes and all kinds of all kinds of like opulent modern clashing nonsense yes a fish tank divider for the living room Mm. um wi-fi lighting he's literally he's blown so much money on stuff that doesn't matter especially Mm. In terms of like getting real people to to want to buy a house, um, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. People want to make sure you know all the electrical systems work. They don't care if the countertop is a fake cover or if it's real Egyptian marble. <laughs> uh, um. So I, uh, I think I, I actually care if it's fake or, or real, real Egyptian. Marble. I mean, but I can do true. without the Wi-Fi lighting and the fish mm. tank. <laughs> but yeah, I do actually kind of <laughs> care if that table, that the countertop is real Egyptian marble. I mean, that's fair. I suppose if you, if you, if it's going to be a selling point for you, um. He's, you know, he's got the, what is the Chateau Rotisserie oven. Yes. His big thing, big, big fancy appliances, which, you know, nice enough. I mean, I guess if anyone's going to buy this house, you'd expect it to be a large family of some kind. But um, yeah. he's he's really decorated it more for, like, an influencer. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was going to try um, to I was going to try to fuse like rat and some mm. influencer's name, but I realized that um, it's better if I just not even invite it. Uh, a good, yeah, good bit yeah of, don't start that. Yes, a good bit of uh, <laughs> uh, 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 call for the devil, and he shall appear. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, we don't we don't want that evil on our on our show, right? <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, so he tries to take care of the creepy crawlies uh, with the only method known to man or rat, apparently, which is just get that box of borax and start throwing that literally all over the house. Yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a, it's a time-proven method to just poison the ever-loving shit out of, <laughs> out of uh, anything that's causing you trouble, um, so I respect that. Uh, his quick Google search did say... These infestations are particularly uh, tenacious. Yes. Um, unfortunately, this will not work 
slight spoiler, he will not get rid of the bugs plaguing this house. Um, but, you know, he doesn't have the budget to call in an exterminator, and he definitely doesn't have the time to have a fumigation or anything like that go on, because, you know, the viewing is tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the day comes, and he gets all his groceries uh, delivered, because we live in the rat future, where rat DoorDash also exists. Um, I mean, once oh, I mean, once again, <laughs> I'm just like I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm gonna say about that because I, I haven't <laughs> now, now, now that I am single and and mm, and mm. and reliant on getting my own groceries and and given the nature of my neighborhood, while um, there is a supermarket about half a mile away, I uh, significantly mm. I do not feel comfortable uh, walking uh, because I don't <laughs> drive, I don't have a car mm, surprise mm. yes no um, I can't, don't don't blame you uh so i <laughs> i do actually have my groceries delivered to me now so oh yeah so i'm just like yeah <laughs> yeah uh, um i felt very seen by by this vignette to be perfectly honest yeah oh yeah i, th I think everyone probably does we also get some not all of our groceries delivered so <laughs> Um, although in, in, in our case, it's, we, we don't get what happens to him, which is the wrong order gets, uh, dropped off at his house and he gets a bunch of instant noodles, Cheez-Its and, uh, energy drinks instead of canapé ingredients. Yes. Uh, our, our grocery box usually just doesn't show up one morning and we go, ah, was it stolen? Was it delivered to the wrong address? Or did they just choose not to deliver it this week? Um, <laughs> I, I play play that one. This is, <laughs> I I have to say, um, uh, gonna gonna have to pin this on the contractor because if mm. I was in this situation, there is yeah. no way in hell that I would have had my groceries delivered the day of. I would have. Oh God, no, <laughs> no. There, there's a functioning fridge in this in this house now. Right. You put it in yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get them the day before. Yes. Um, uh, oh, also worth mentioning, he's also just, like, terrible uh, in regards to the environment because he hauls a mm. bunch of uh, cardboard boxes and wood out to the backyard oh and just oh. covers it in, like, petrol and then sets it ablaze. Yeah, <laughs> and then he just goes to the kitchen and doesn't keep an eye. Like, my, my thought when that was happening was, like, is this going to be the vignette is... He sets this whole house up and then he burns it down <laughs> halfway through the vignette. No, the, uh, the, it's not what happens. No, that was fine apparently. That would have actually <laughs> been significantly less depressing than what actually yeah. happens. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been just as realistic, but not quite as not quite as soul crushing. Yes. So it would have been worse, I guess. So they made the right choice, but that that rat does did has never done a fire safety class. No. <laughs> um yeah yeah um he he sort of after after a quick complaint with the uh delivery service decides to knuckle down and do his best um and so puts energy drinks in fancy champagne glasses and constructs frankenstein canapes from various uh various fast foods and and snacks yeah and just, 
I mean, good on him for trying. Uh, he doesn't have a rotisserie chicken because obviously that didn't get delivered, so he has two hot dogs stuck on the rotisserie spit. Yes. <laughs> to uh, show off the features of the oven. <laughs> and, and I say no, not good on him because none of these people at this showing deserved anything they did not deserve oh, God, champagne no. they did not oh uh, this so this is this is the one that like started building and anxiety in my chest like literally oh, yes. both times that i saw it i was like i yeah. got i got so angry when i saw the like track marks the foot marks the dirt on the oh, carpet my God. i was like i hated that it, it's 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 so <laughs> it's so unbelievably real in this Mm. like ridiculous like oh animated that one rat. kid yeah with the yeah. ice cream cone the, I, with the ice cream cone it, i would have i would have had a fit it's it's <laughs> it's, it's 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 a nightmare it's it's like literally <laughs> it is literally like one of the most uncomfortable things i've had to mm. watch in a really mm. long time mm. because it just <laughs> made me so angry i'm like i would have lost my mind i would have just been like everyone out, out! yeah 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 uh, yeah it's it's this is yeah it's impressive that mm. it's actually able to kind of convey that very real emotion <laughs> and yeah, induce yeah. it in me because like like the minute i saw i was just like no 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 what's wrong <laughs> with you people like none of you are even planning on buying any buying this oh, place God, no. You uh, no. oh it's it, it's yeah it it was too real it was too real for yeah me. yeah oh god yeah uh speaking of too real for me the main anxiety in this was looking at this house and all the effort he's clearly put in and knowing he's made a big mistake <laughs> yes. and then the, he put then he puts the radio on and the first thing it says so how do we know this is a real recession anyway and I'm like oh god <laughs> you're trying to flip an ancient like ancient terribly laid out hand refurbished house in the middle of a recession yeah <laughs> like oh god like like honestly probably a recession starting up here in australia right at the moment i've had a bit of anxiety about that i don't feel so bad about it now having watched this rat <laughs> make a far larger mistake than i will during this same time period <laughs> yep <laughs> like oh my god dude I know this was your dream, um, but this ain't going to do it for you. Also, you should really check in with your partner. They don't seem to like you calling them sweetheart or darling, and they don't like your calls. Um. Yeah, I, so so that, that's been like something that's been framing this. Uh, the entire time, um, I, mm. you know, I was under, we'll get to what's actually going on there, like, relatively soon, but I was really mm. under the mm. impression that he was, like, either calling a disconnected number or, like, mm. like a, a loved one that had passed away and that was, like, that was their dream and the, to, to yeah. be this place and that it was, yeah. like, obsession based on that. Um, it's 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 mm. far simpler and yet somehow more complex and weirder uh than, than that. i would say it's honestly sadder than that yeah as well. it, yeah it um yeah this, it's not great it kind of really <laughs> got, indicates like that this guy's broken because since mm. he's our pov character like everything yeah. is framed around him 
uh when mm. when that revelation comes it it it's just like man were you ever really equipped to do this Did, were you just <laughs> over your head from the very beginning and yeah couldn't yeah. get out i mean like he did refurbish the house. I'll give him that. Yes. It exists. People could potentially live there. And people do eventually live there. Mm. <laughs> However, yes. absolutely not in the right state of mind to have done all that. It's a miracle it got anywhere. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the, the showing goes on and uh, people begin to leave after a bit. You know, there's weird food and it's a weird big, way too big, way too expensive house in the middle of a little London suburb. Um and, and we actually get a tie back to Vignette One. Um one of the one of the rat women has a child with her, a very young child, who she mentioned the name of the child is Isabel. Like, come on Isabel, we should go home. Yes. Uh, and the little the little girl running around with the ice cream cone is presumably Mabel. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and at the very end, there are two people left. It's an elderly couple, one sort of very short, squat, older male rat, and one very tall, thin female rat. Mm. Um, their proportions are really out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone, everyone else has looked more or less like the contractor with, you know, a normal sort of human level of variation in size and height. Yes. And then these two look like, caricature rat suit people which is what they are to be fair um yeah. no no big spoiler there i saw them <laughs> and i heard i heard the one line and i went oh these are bug people yeah um we are very interested in the house yes <laughs> uh and uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it like it like uh, I, you know, not to be offensive, but you, 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 one mm. has to be a bit dim to not realize what <laughs> these characters are the minute they show up on screen. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, so much of the story is framed around things that look, that are shaped exactly like them. Um, and I mm -hmm. really actually kind of appreciate the fact that it doesn't turn out to be like a weird bait and switch where they're just fine, mm. they're, but shaped mm. weird. But no, no, they're just like horrible chimera rat bugs because they are they are rats question yep. mark but they are also very much the 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 fur beetles mm. and larvae we've been seeing this entire time <laughs> yeah it's weird um but of course the contractor is delighted that someone is actually taking an interest in the house especially when they ask if the furnishings are included with the higher price yes which is like yes of course of course and it's like you know They've said they're very interested. They've talked about the higher price positively. This is a good thing. Maybe it'll all turn around. I've just got to keep them interested. Yes. And so, you know, ply them with canapes, show them around, show them to the master bedroom, and, you know, then head downstairs and start, you know, freaking out because maybe I've done it. Maybe this is it. Uh, oh, shit, I've got I to gotta call call my, my lover. Absolutely definitely a lover or a close relative not what it turns out to be um 
they're not happy about it. Um, call the bank. The bank's like, okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't call the bank. Never mind. Um, uh, shows off, um, shows off, like, the Wi-Fi lights and stuff and ends up breaking the phone doing that, which just insult to injury. Um, and, you know, it's, it's at this point being probably a couple of hours since the viewing officially ended. He realizes that that elderly couple hasn't left yet heads upstairs and they're in their pajamas in the master bedroom like oh yes well we thought we would turn in can we have some tea yeah can you make <laughs> us some tea <laughs> okay it's like we are very interested in the house <laughs> yes uh, this is, and you know he's gotta do it it's his only way forwards is to make this sale so i guess if it'll convince them they can stay the night and see how they feel in the house. Is that weird? Maybe it's weird, but hell, if they're going to buy it, why not? <laughs> kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and in the morning, they're very settled in, you know? They're, you know, asking why their TV is, uh, is difficult to operate, uh, which is because it's not hooked up properly yet or anything, of course. Um, asking about what the insulation is like in their house. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's all, like, wool and wood and cotton and paper, all very natural. Ah, oh, yes, good, good, good. Um, and this situation just sort of escalates. They just stay there. Yep. Um, until, you know, he, he gets very desperate and he goes to call the police and calls the police and there's a knock at the door within three seconds of him getting on the phone with the police. And there's two police officers there. Uh, he's like, well, wow. And they just called and uh, they asked, do you know Dr. Jaffrey, the dentist? And he, d he says, yes, he's my dentist. He's like, you need to stop calling him. Yep. <laughs> he will sue you. Yes. <laughs> this is like your final official warning. Stop harassing your dentist. Stop calling him, darling and sweetheart. And Ye stop asking him to go to the Maldives with you on holiday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like, oh no, um, this is, yeah, th this is the the closest human connection he had was with his dentist, and it was the only person he could talk to about all the stuff going wrong in his life, and that's who he's been calling the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really rough and it's really sad and also kind of comedic. Yes, yes. Come on, the dentist. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's as broken as a rat could possibly be while remaining an anthropomorphic rat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and to, to cap it all off, you know, uh, the, the two squatters have invited family around to come see their new house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots, mm, oh. lots of family, big family, big house. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, there <laughs> is a, there is a, another little bit of connected tissue, uh, from oh. the, uh, first, uh, first story, which is that the mm -hmm. house itself is loaded, uh, oh, located yes. on, uh, Van Schombeek, uh, Lane. Yes, yes, quite. You know, he, he, I mean, he probably still built it in this universe, even if he was a rat. Um, so, so, <laughs> mm, so that's, that raises an interesting question because I, I personally mm. like the idea that, okay, so there's clearly magic in this universe. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, and and because of what happened, where the third vignette goes, I am co- fully committed to believing that this isn't like a side universe full of rat people. That something happened, and now that the world is just uh occupied by rat <laughs> people, uh, uh, because. Uh, and that it's like the house in all of all of these stories is actually the same exact structure. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can see that honestly. It's either parallel universes where this house must always be built, or it is this house is the parallel dimensional house that exists across all time spans. <laughs> either way, I think it's very good. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, this, this is sort of the, the real tipping point for the contractor when more of the squat male rats and extremely tall, thin female rats start showing up in huge numbers at the front of the house. Uh, he goes completely, completely nuts, uh, grabs out the boric acid again and starts just hurling it around the entire house and then accidentally gets a whole mouthful of it, which... Is not good for your health. Nope. Um, never good for your health. He's rushed to hospital. Uh, you know, spends quite a while in intensive care there because he swallowed a whole fistful of boric acid. Um, and appears to become. Uh, he's not comatose. He's sort of more catatonic. He's not super responsive. He do- he doesn't talk or anything. He just sort of lies there, uh, until the the two squatters come to pick him up from hospital because it's time for him to come home. Yeah. You know, um, because you know that he, he never sold them the house. It is his house. It is time for him to come home. Uh, and they, they bring him home in his little hospital smock, uh, and nothing else. And there's, there's a little welcoming party for him with all their relatives. They've got like the little flyer up, you know, welcome home. Um, and a bunch of them have extra arms now because they're really just, showing it off, revealing the truth, because why would they care at this point? Um, and then, you know, the doors of the house close, and the horrors within truly unfold as they just give in to their uh, their instincts and start eating all the organic material in the house. Yeah, it's... Become, becomes a real house of horrors. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. It's it's real bad and gross, um... Uh, it's the, the, so the, 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 the tall, the, the long, tall ones, um, give me the most Junji mm. Ito vibes out of anything. Yes. Um, like the centipede head almost. Yeah, it's around. real bad, especially the one that crawls across the fish tank at the end. Oh, yeah, don't like that. Yeah, it's yeah. real bad. <laughs> um, uh, their tails, the, 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 uh, um, Fur beetle uh, larvae, uh, their tails mm. have the, these like little spikes, uh, little sensory hairs on on them. All yep. all the the tall thin ones have have those as well. Um, mm. Rats, that is, um, and yeah, it's real bad. And uh, our, our, our let's reveal the fate of our our contractor. Yeah, um, so he's. Through through terrible ingestion of boric acid and um, Lovecraftian-esque mind-shattering events, um, being, you know, the destruction of his entire life and the revelation that 
vermin, literal vermin bugs surround him and walk among us, uh, has reduced our contractor to an animalistic level of intelligence. He's become what we would call a rat rather than what he was before, which was a rat man. Um, <laughs> and he has carved a tunnel out behind the uh, Chateau Rotisserie oven uh, in which he lives, and he occasionally ventures out of to grab some garbage to chew on from between all of the bug people swarming throughout the house. Um, and he lives there in that little tunnel, naked, uh, swamped in garbage, and eating the same filth that is sort of generated throughout the house by its new inhabitants. Yes. It is, um, yeah, this is like a real... I would say like a real, yeah, like a real Lovecrafty almost kind of ending. It is that, that sort of shattering of the mind and a return to a primal state as a means of survival mm-hmm. kind of deal. He also just doesn't have anything. Like, he, he, it, mm, it's gone. It's all he the, has, the money, the, house. the money's gone. Yes, the, the, <laughs> the money is gone. Um, the money, the things that he put the money to into are gone. Like, they've destroyed... Mm-hmm. They've destroyed the televisions, the lighting, everything's ruined. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, there's no nothing for him to go back to because he is in so much debt. So, uh, regress mm. it is. I will live yes. in return the, to rats. Yes, live in the <laughs> live in the the oven that I was so uh, consumed with. Um, mm, and and yes. while it doesn't, uh, while it really doesn't add anything to the story, I do think that it's worth mentioning that there is a uh, really gross bug musical number uh, <laughs> as well. <laughs> yes, it is very interesting, kind of cute, honestly. They you know they, they got some fun stuff going on there. Yes, um, it 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 helps mellow out the um sort of ex- pure existential horror that exists in this one yeah it is it is it is it, it i do think that it would have been a li- because of the limited time it would have been a little overwhelming to have like this very anxiety inducing story mm. run the entire time so like this break for the fur beetles to essentially put on a dance number as a means of mm. conveying, uh, you will never get rid of us. This is your life now. Yes. Um, yeah. Works uh, to break up um, mm. the actual existential horror of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, this vignette also incredibly effective and very compelling. And God, I wish it didn't give me four different kinds of anxiety. Yep. <laughs> I really do like it. Part of that is how affecting it is, and also I don't like how affecting it is yeah. because it makes me feel bad. Yeah. But in a good way. Well done on them. <laughs> yeah, I could easily watch the first and, th- and third um, with no oh, problem. I could watch the third one every day. <laughs> Love the third one. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's <laughs> let's get into the third one, which is Listen Again and Seek the Sun. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, 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 who knows how much later this is from the the last <laughs> time? Because now it's cat people, 
and uh, it's cat people in Waterworld. Cat people in Waterworld, <laughs> um, and they explicitly say that it was uh, that this flooding was caused by rains. Um, I think mm. it's interesting because um, there isn't uh, the level of destruction that you would uh, assume. It is literally like mm. the entire city and surrounding area is just underwater, but the houses are still whole. Um, there's yeah. a really lovely yeah. shot of like a what trout <laughs> swimming in the water mm. above a yeah. just completely submerged house. Uh, and yet, strangely enough, the only thing uh, to have survived is 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 the uh, is the house. Uh, now mm. with a smart little attached uh, greenhouse, uh, which did mm. not exist yeah. in any of the other stories. Um, so, you know, it, going on my assumption that it is in fact the same house, it has allowed itself to be changed at some point. I don't know if that maybe reflects why this uh, tale ends the way that it does. But it is mm. different from how it has been before. It has it has changed, and uh, we are introduced to, uh, as I mentioned before, cat people. Do you, uh, Rosa? Is it Rosa? Rosa is our main one. The calico. Yes, Rosa yeah. the calico, who is the well, landlord. Calico tortoise. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, she looks like my cat. Oh, that's right. She does <laughs> well. Yeah, and I've got a uh, uh, what Elias. Is that? Yeah, Elias looks like uh, Dante, doesn't he? It, it, BB. BB, yeah, he does look BB, like. Sorry. He, yeah. No, it's fine. It, it, I mean, <laughs> I have got, I've got a black cat and a tuxedo cat. It's easy to get. Yeah, them. fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, yes, and she has like uh, instead of a conspiracy board uh, of, of mm. bills, she has a vision board of of wallpaper swatches and and and. Uh, designs and a, a, a calendar of tenants because she's she's converted uh the house into uh studio apartment housing uh once again felt very seen uh considering that i mm. l that i now currently reside in a building that i am absolutely sure used to be a hotel at one point <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, in in a studio apartment, so yeah, felt uh, once again felt really seen by this this dumb stop motion animated film, um, mm. uh, and yeah, uh, she also seems completely and utterly unconcerned with uh you know the apocalyptic flooding that has taken place. Yeah, no, and continues. That's fine. That's temporary. And continues. The house is forever. And continues <laughs> to take place. Sorry. No, no, don't yeah. apologize. I know it's. I, 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 I like that bit quite, 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 quite a bit. Um, uh, yeah, she, she is, is like it's so like it. It didn't really dawn on me until watching it the second time. I'm like, man, I like, like it's. The big thing without with these three stories is about their is about these people's obsession with this house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get away from it because it sort of well, it traps you because you look at it and you see either in like the first vignette it's what the house represents. It represents, you know, status, possible, you know, respect from your family, envy from your peers. And in the second house it represents 
a literal debt trap, um, but also like a possibility for better things and to fix your whole life. And then here it represents a real hope for the future. Yes. You know, it's something that shelters you, but it could be so much more. It has potential as opposed to just being the traps that it's been in the previous two uh, vignettes so far. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's always about the house. It is always <laughs> about the house, uh, completely and explicitly, and the way that people react and relate to it. Um, mm-hmm. Rosa, uh, it, it's it's time for rent, uh, even though it's the, the water, water apocalypse. Um, Elias is uh, j- apparently just getting out of the shower, um and uh is like hey yeah um don't have any actual money also uh, 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 to which i think yeah also who 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 is taking actual money in the, in this world like as it stands right now like <coughs> excuse me where are you yeah where are you getting yeah. supplies from where like it uh, mm. So, like, the reaction to the situation was so unnatural and unrealistic to me that I really spent, like, mm. the majority of this this final vignette, like, say, questioning to myself, I'm like, are, are, are all these characters dead? And is this, like, an examination on, like, purgatory and not, like, accepting it? I don't think that it is, even though I it, it <laughs> is still left open at the end i think but there was a very like i refuse to accept like this thing um that everybody Mm. can see um yeah aspect to it gotta ain't that the ain't that the tale of the last couple years yeah um (laughs) he's like elias is like i can pay you a fish and she's like no no more fish i need actual money and it's been 12 weeks since you paid me with actual money uh and i wonder why that is rosa yeah um (laughs) she tries hanging up wallpaper uh before she confronts elias uh but because the water has a brown slimy texture to it uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, uh, it, her paste fails, uh, Elias yep. con- uh, uh, comments on it as well, stating that the water coming from his pipes also is slimy and brown, uh, and then, uh, after yelling at him, uh, Rosa goes to, uh, visit her only other tenant, uh, Jen, who lives in the greenhouse, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty awesome. I'm not mad at it. Uh, she's also very much like a uh, wooey spiritualist. Uh, yeah. Uh, with her crystals <laughs> and her, her knit, like, overcoat and very, uh, very Frankie from Grace and Frankie. <laughs> um, uh, also, mm. and also voiced by Helen the Bottom Carter. Um, really? Yes. Oh my god. That's wonderful. That's a perfect fit. <laughs> yes. Um uh she invites Rosa to have uh have some lunch and a talk. Uh Rosa mm-hmm. expresses her frustrations and her wants for the house, which is, you know, have tenants move in, have them have their the their living there uh pay essentially pay for the refurbishment. Uh, 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 Jin remarks and then kick them out, uh, which Rosa mm. doesn't acknowledge either. 
um, uh, uh, because that is the plan. It, 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 the implication is that mm. this was her childhood home. Uh, we see a, a yeah. photo with yeah. her and what can only be we can only presume are her parents. Uh, also, once again, just because it's it's such a cat thing, um, and because cats mm. are the way that they are, uh, I love that her her parents are two different breeds. Uh, that look yep. nothing like her. Um, yep. And I'm just that like, is how cats do. That is how cats do. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's also super realistic. Um, and she just <laughs> wants this place to. She desperately wants the house to be a home. Um, yeah. But she only wants it on her terms. Um, yes, absolutely. Which is uh, fixing it, uh, not acknowledging the flood, and and <laughs> and getting tenants in. Uh, yes, and uh, Jin also doesn't have any money, <laughs> unsurprisingly. Nope. Uh, but says that her spirit partner Cosmo is Cosmos is <laughs> is showing yes. up. Um, yeah, maybe uh, he'll pay rent. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he can help. Um, yeah. Well, she she met him in Tibet at a throat singing convention or something yes. like that. I, I I I really like Jen just as that perfect encapsulation of that kind of um yeah that that hippie spiritualist character yes but like it feels very grounded because apparently there's cat Tibet here yeah which um <laughs> sure I mean I mean great. I mean also you know we didn't get into it because it's not important but uh, uh mm. but uh the NERD song lap dance also exists mm. in rat world so there is <laughs> there is in fact a rat pharrell in in that <laughs> yep yep um <laughs> um uh, later that night, Rosa finds Jen and Elias uh, watching some television, um, to mm. which my initial remark is, oh, there's electricity. Electricity still works? Yep. Here? Yep, somehow. Okay, sure. Somehow. Yep, whatever. <laughs> um, we also get this shot of, uh, I, it's, I wanted to say a dandelion, but it, it's not, it's some sort of flowering weed um, Mm. uh, that uh, marks the passage of time and also indicates that the uh, water level is rising steadily. Um, Yes. uh, It's going up quick. (laughs) Yeah, because I think this what? If we're being generous, this last story takes place over the course of like maybe three days. Yeah, yeah, about three days and the water goes up probably a foot and a half a day yeah it would it would have to <laughs> it, go, it goes up real fast um, um yes don't know where it is raining for the water to continue to be rising at that rate because it's not raining around here right um it's coming from somewhere um so uh uh, uh elias and jen are watching tv and enjoying themselves uh rosa thinks to to join them but is uh, uh leaves in a huff uh, because uh, nobody uh, believes in her dream and vision as much as she does. Mm. Uh, um, the next morning, Cosmos arrives. Uh, hey, guess what? He's exactly <laughs> what you thought he was. Um, yep. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, middle to older aged uh, Catman uh, with with 
uh, uh, mm. dreads, dreaded fur, and beads, and um, uh, the glasses that you'd expect an old aging hippie spiritualist to be wearing. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he arrives with his uh, with his boat because clearly everyone must uh, must travel by boat now. Uh, even oh, though yeah. nobody yeah. else seems to have boats, uh, neither Jin mm, or Elias no or, or Rosa, nope. for that matter. Once again, leading me to mm. question: like, how are people? How are you getting these supplies? Like, yeah. Um, uh, he uh, he 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 pulls out his magic umbrella, which transforms into a tent. And I'm like, okay, so magic is just is a thing in this universe. That was oh, kind yeah. of like yeah. the the cement cements like, okay, magic is real in in this universe. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, I I won't be staying inside. I'll uh, I'll I'll stay out here because I I I, I love nature and spiritualism so mm. much. Um, but maybe I be bound by walls. Yeah, I, I, I always, <laughs> I always refrain from like directly quoting stuff like that because I'm just like, man, that is is a nothing statement. But also, I yeah. don't want to offend anybody. That really, as long as you're not hurting mm. anyone, I'm like, I, oh yeah, absolutely. Just, just do, but I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I'm like live your live your best life, but I don't want to hear what you think ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he's like, hey, we can barter because uh, I've got a toolbox and I know how to use it. And Rosa's like, oh, I suddenly like like you now. She's like, mm. hey, we could start with the pipes and the plumbing because of the water and everything. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's a little invasive. <laughs> he's like, uh, we need to start from the roots. And she's like, yes, roots, like beneath. And he's like, uh, you know what? You got anything smaller? I'd, I'd really like to get to know the house before I, 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 I start doing anything. And she's like, there's mm. a floorboard on the second floor that needs fixing and he's like perfect uh, uh <laughs> and you know she's happy she thinks everything's going to gonna go her way only to discover the next day that cosmos has ripped up all of the floorboards in the passage and used them to fashion a boat for elias because elias wants to leave because elias yeah. sees where things are going He's like, listen, mm. the the water's not going to stop rising. Uh, it'll be in the house by tomorrow. Uh, I I I need to go, and you and you, Rosa, mm. you need to go too. And she's like, then go then. I hate you. And you mm. know, has her has her pout party. Uh, yeah. Um, and to which he does. He does he does set sail and leave and uh when she examines his room she discovers a bunch of uh uh illustrations portraits of of mm. her and him that he's drawn and she remarks that uh she never knew that he could draw and jen mm. uh steps in and says oh didn't you um 
uh, and the, the way the question was posed, once again, I was like, are these people dead and just in purgatory? It, it's not, maybe, <laughs> but... Maybe, but you never know. Yeah, it, right? Um, but uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, hey, me and Cosmos are leaving to... Um, not anytime soon, maybe tomorrow, uh, when the, when the, mm. the mists lift. Um, just wanted you to know... Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Cosmos uh, opens a window. Uh, the mist has rolled in along with him uh, in in one of the rooms uh, that has recently been wallpapered, uh, causing the wallpaper to immediately wilt and detach from yep. the wall. Uh, Rosa is not happy with him, obviously. Uh, she just wants everyone to go. Mm. She She just... She'll do it herself. She 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 yeah, thinks exactly. Uh, she has <laughs> uh, yeah has lunch with Jin one final time. Oh, they do have like little party before Elias leaves when Cosmos arrives. Like when she thinks that things are yeah. just going to be great. Um, and you know the, it's it's a really nice moment. Mm. It's like hey, if you you know loosened up a little bit, you the, you could find that there's actually some happiness to be found with these people yeah yeah uh but uh jen uh they have jen and rosa have uh one last lunch and then jen says hey <laughs> by the way uh don't be afraid and just opens the window the door <laughs> to, yes of the greenhouse oh, and lets the lets the lets the mist in. in uh and then rosa goes on a spirit journey <laughs> essentially <laughs> of, of yeah yeah self-enlightenment um seeing you know all the all the bad and all the good of life right uh, <laughs> uh, uh coming to to grips with what's important uh um mm. and uh literally falls into cosmos tent from this spirit yep. vision um Yep. which Something is like probably <laughs> more likely actual magic because once again magic exists in this universe to see uh mm -hmm. Jin and Cosmos uh sailing away um Cosmos had told her earlier that he had converted the sign of the uh apartment uh the house apartment into a lever uh, <laughs> uh that she pushes and converts the entire house into a boat including the tiny yep. little landmass that the the uh greenhouse <laughs> addition oh yeah well can't leave the greenhouse behind yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah the house separates and becomes a boat the little uh yeah the little houseboat. yep the literal <laughs> yes a literal houseboat literal houseboat um and um <laughs> She rejoins her friends to uh, set sail and see what new horizons the the world mm. has to offer. And it's the only story that doesn't end in, like, soul-crushing misery, maybe. Yeah. Assuming that these maybe. characters aren't dead and in purgatory. <laughs> yeah, that that is the key assumption that has to be made there. But yeah, it is it is a really nice ending after the last two yes. uh, vignettes. It is, 
I think a really good way to round it out because you know you had the you had the the creepiness and offsettingness of Vignette One's dollhouse, and then you had the the sheer like anxiety and soul crushingness of Rat World, and then at least with the cats, there's like hope for something better and like a positive note to sort of round out this whole little <coughs> mini series on. Yes. Um. Which I, I think if they'd gone, like, and then the houseboat sank, and it was purgatory after all, um, it would have been a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little too dour for, mm. um, but yeah, and that's, that's the house. It's, uh, charming and anxiety-inducing, and, and it's disappeared from a whole the bunch of things. There he is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good. I really like it. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's really, really fantastic. Please check it out if you get a chance. Um, even if you've listened this far and haven't watched it yet, go watch it. Just visually, it deserves your time. Um, story-wise, like we said, it's really good quality. Uh, and I think it's well worth watch. There's lots of little details we don't touch on, um, at all. And even the ones we touch on lightly, there's more to them. It's worth a second and probably even a third viewing at some point when I can bring, bring myself to go visit Rat World again. Yeah, that um, one's rough. That <laughs> one's really, really rough. Like, it, it, I think, mm. it, I think, it, I think the part of the effectiveness of the that second like the the middle mm. story is uh, uh the expectations that are set uh, by the first yes um because you you know that first one ends and you're like oh okay this is what this is going to be like grim's fairy tale like horror like mm. anthology about like this house that was created by this evil like wizard <laughs> Uh, yeah, like kind of like Wizard architect. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> you know, it it kind of sets you out up for um for House of Leaves uh, essentially. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> with that first story, but no, that's not what it is. The the it, while the house is a central character, the the horror and 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 unease from it are are different and palpable, specifically from for different ages. Mm, yeah like you know think about it from um uh mabel and isabel's perspective perspective it's a giant house that you know isn't really their home uh getting the idea of getting lost in that place is 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 completely reasonable for a child but then it's ramped up to a hundred by the house actually actively changing and then Mm. The second one, it is the, you know, financial insecurity in the modern age with the desire to want to invest in something and the very real fear that it might fail. Mm. (coughs) (coughs) And then the third one is about accepting that you can't get what you want all the time and that fighting mm. something that is inevitable is it's pointless and that you have to adapt and and make the best of a bad situation 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the house. <laughs> it's uh it's a big recommend from the both of mm-hmm. us. Uh, and once again, it is also very just like, um, really lavishly animated. Like it's some of the, it is honestly some of the best, um, stop motion animation that I've seen in a really long time, um, from a Mm. company that once again, wasn't Latka. Um, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't on the radar. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Came, yeah. Came out of nowhere. Um, probably won't be like um, you know happy that it won't be like some social zeitgeisty thing that uh, I'll inevitably get sick of because it just floods Twitter it's just a nice little thing that exists uh, where in a world where nice little things like this frequently don't exist anymore so Mm, mm. yeah it's it's refreshingly old school even just the fact that it's stop motion but like the the level of care overall put into it is really nice to see yes and uh yeah uh all right so that's going to uh in our discussion but before we go we need to do uh, a bit of admin uh cameron mm-hmm. where can people find you on the internet uh, you can find me primarily on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Um, you can follow me on there for such things as I found Bill Nye in Dying Light 2. He is a zombie, of course. Um, and in a couple of weeks, like some, some pretty Elden Ring screenshots that hopefully don't spoil anything for anyone. Uh, that will be my primary content going forward. I know it's a bold move. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to follow the show and get updates on our episodes, you can also follow us on Twitter at mon underscore d d monster, or find our website, which is I believe monster deer dot monster. Uh, how about you, Leonard? Where can we find you? Uh, yes, you can find me on uh, Twitter as well at Doctor Faust is dead. You can find my video uh, game video essay work on. YouTube by searching Dr. Faust, uh, uh, yeah, searching Dr. Faust is dead, man, I can forget my own branding <laughs> at this point, uh, and oh, no. uh, there's so much of it, uh, you can also find, uh, my, uh, what it will it, it inevitably become my, uh, live action, uh, film channel, uh, mm. Uh, uh, at Knox num- uh, Productions by on YouTube by searching for that as well. And uh, uh, Cameron, where can we find mm. our wayward host Dave, co-host Dave, on on the? <laughs> you internet? can also yeah, you can also find Dave on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. It, he'll put it in the show notes, I'm sure. Oh yeah, because that's I don't right. want to have to spell it out at a uh, quarter to one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening uh this was a really lovely episode to do really lovely show to cover uh we hope you'll join us for the next one thank you very much for your time and ta goodbye everyone <laughs>